RNZ News at Midday. Good afternoon. I'm Nicola Wright. A former New Zealand soldier on the front line in Ukraine says it's heartbreaking to watch children hide as bombs drop around them. The foreign fighter, who RNZ is not naming, has been in the war zone since April and is working in the east of the conflict zone. The man who was friends with slain soldier Dominic Abelin says while it is incredibly hard to lose friends and civilians around them, watching children suffer is the worst. Adults being shot or buried or blown up, you know, that's one thing. Just seeing kids die or seeing kids get blown up, when, especially just right in front of you, it's just seeing kids hiding, bombs come and they're hiding underneath in bomb shelters or they're hiding underneath rubble to just escape things. The soldier says rather than letting it get to him, he uses the hurt to motivate him to do better and be better every day. The UN has accused China of serious human rights violations against Uyghur Muslims and other ethnic minorities in a long-awaited report into allegations of abuse in Xinjiang province. Beijing is calling the report a farce. The BBC's Imogen Folks has read the report. Tucked away in the summary is a line which is quite significant, which says that the extent of arbitrary and discriminatory detention of members of Uyghur and other predominantly Muslim groups may constitute international crimes, in particular crimes against humanity. These are lines which will offer some support to the human rights groups who have been pointing to serious allegations of serious violations in Xinjiang province for some time now. The farming advocacy groundswell says 10 to 12 tractors are taking part in a small protest across the Auckland Harbour Bridge. Waka Kotahi has warned of motorway disruption as the group has been heading north from Drury, driving at just 60 kilometres an hour. The drivers plan to head over the bridge and then cross back and take their tractors through downtown Auckland. Spokesperson Bryce McKenzie says they're worried about the mental health of farmers, which a survey says is at an all-time low. We're really concerned with what the government are pushing on to farmers We think that education uh, brings far more good than regulation and uh, we need to actually be asking the government to do more about educating people. Bryce McKenzie says the protest was kept quiet within the group so it would stay small and avoid causing a big disruption. A Gloria Vale lever has described the Christian community's male leaders as being above the law. Six former members want the, employment court in, want the Employment Court in Christchurch to rule they were employees and not volunteers during their time there. Pearl Valor told the court Gloria Vale's leaders were not answerable to anyone and were often domineering or took the place of God. In my experience in Gloria Vale, they're above the law and they make their own rules and they're more important than obeying the law of the land. Pearl Valor also says at the time she believed all the work she did was payment for her food and rent. A major new international report shows last year again broke climate records, with the highest ever recorded levels of greenhouse gases, ocean heat and global sea level rises. More than 530 scientists in 60 countries contributed to the paper. Our climate reporter Hamish Cardwell has more. Carbon dioxide, methane and nitrous oxide, which are the three largest contributors to the Earth's warming, all hit highs. CO2 concentrations in the atmosphere are the highest detected in nearly a million years. 
The increase since the end of the last ice age has been so fast that on this time scale, it looks practically instantaneous. Methane had its largest annual increase on record, and nitrous oxide its third largest. Earth's warming trend continues, with 2021 the sixth hottest on record. La Nina contributed to the warmest year on record for New Zealand. Meanwhile, it's expected to be a warm spring overall, but with some cool temperatures this month. Niwa's seasonal outlook through till November picks long dry spells punctuated by heavy rain events. It expects warmer than average temperatures for all regions and continuing marine heat waves for many places. Rainfall is likely to be about normal overall. A rare third straight summer of La Nina conditions is expected, likely bringing heavy rains in the north and drier conditions in the south. Porirua City Council is moving forward with its flood retreat policy, but how it will pay for the hefty bill is still up in the air. Areas of the city have been hit with severe flooding, and council data shows 44 dwellings are currently most at risk of severe damage. Those homes meet criteria for the draft retreat policy which could cost up to $22 million. However, funding is yet to be figured out and will be reviewed as part of the Council's next long-term plan. Its Principal Environment Advisor, Ben Fountain, says the Council's waiting with bated breath to see if central government will play a role in financing flood retreat policies. It's five minutes past 12. All Blacks coach Ian Foster has stuck with the same starting 15 for the second rugby championship test against Argentina in Hamilton on Saturday. It's the third straight game. Foster's named the same 15. There are changes in the reserves, with hooker Dane Coles, lock Brodie Retallick, loose forward Dalton Papali'i and back Bowden Barrett all being included. Argentina beat the All Blacks 25-18 in Christchurch last weekend, their first ever win over the All Blacks in New Zealand. And you can hear more in the Sport Bulletin later on, Midday Report. The Chief Ombudsman says it's unacceptable that painful restraint methods are still being used to control people with intellectual disabilities at the Mason Clinic in Auckland. In his just-released report into the clinic's Forensic Intellectual Disability Unit, Peter Bosher notes it's one of the only mental health services still using wrist locks and prone floor restraint, in which staff members use their own bodies to immobilise patients. The clinic says physical restraints are the most effective way of establishing and maintaining a safe environment. However, Mr Bosher says that's not good enough, especially since the Waitematā District Health Board made a commitment in 2018 to phase them out within two years. He says there are other de-escalation techniques that would be less painful for patients. The Independent Police Conduct Authorities found more supervision and clearer expectations are needed for off-duty officers. The report follows four separate incidents involving alcohol and inappropriate behaviour in 2019. Tessa Guest reports. One involved officers deployed from Auckland to police the Waitangi commemorations, where the supervising sergeants weren't sure of their authority during non-work hours. It says a lack of clarity in the police's code of conduct placed an unfair burden on sergeants and put the police's reputation at risk. Police Assistant Commissioner Richard Chambers says they have accepted the authorities' feedback and admit that each incident should have been investigated. Life expectancy in the United States has fallen to its lowest level since 1996, driven largely by the pandemic. Government data shows the average American is now expected to live just over 76 years, 
down sharply from 79 just three years ago. From Washington, here's the BBC's Nomia Iqbal. The health officials say it isn't just COVID. There are long-standing problems to blame, such as drug overdoses, heart disease, suicide and chronic liver disease. This has left some groups more vulnerable, such as Native Americans and Alaska Natives, who experience poverty, discrimination and poor access to health care. There's also a difference between men and women generally, with American men now expected to live nearly six fewer years than women here. Life expectancy in the US is among the lowest of developed nations, with Hong Kong and Japan the highest. A subscription-based produce company that saves so-called wonky fruit and vegetables from heading to the landfill says demand has doubled in the past month alone. Wonky Box sells oddly shaped or excess produce sourced from local growers to about 2,000 customers in Wellington and on the Carpety Coast. Co-founder Angus Sims says the perfectly good produce would otherwise go to waste as it doesn't meet strict appearance standards. It all tastes the same on the inside. I mean, at the end of the day, we never sell produce that's towards its use-by date or at the end of its shelf life, for example. It's always fresh produce. It'll just simply be the size, the shape. It might be, you know, slightly funny colour, but at all times very fresh and, of course, still delicious. Angus Sims says 75% of the company's produce comes from the Hortofenua district. State Highway 1 is open again at Ōtaki. It was closed because of a four-car crash near the intersection with Forest Lakes Road this morning. Some people were injured. That's the news.